Winter is coming, bitches. I drink and I know things. Eddard, you don't let your kids keep a dire wolf. That's a terrible idea. You're gonna have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. And all my life I've been knocking men like you into the dust. King Joffrey's parents were brother and sister and he was a fair and wise leader. You don't watch Game of Thrones? No, no, I like that show. It's got dragons and people doing it. And Game of Thrones is complicated. And they would never cancel Game of Thrones. All men must die. But we are not men. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Welcome to a spoiler cast by Good Pop, Bad Pop. If you are trapped in a castle in the middle of winter with nowhere to go, stick around and listen to this long ass story. T, week two, here we are. Here we are. Exciting stuff, exciting stuff. So before we... Um, get into our breakdown of episode two of the final season of Game of Thrones, episode two, The Rightful Queen. We want to chat a little bit about last week and some feedback that we saw. Do you, um, you received some feedback this week, T? <laughs> I did. Um, bit of water cooler talk, bit of discussion of theories, mm-hmm, what we're mm-hmm, expecting mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, first off, it was pointed out to me that the Dawn plotline is well and truly dead. Everyone's poisoned and locked up in the basement in King's Landing. I told you this. Yep, and you were 100% right. Always And am. it's bad that I this plot line was so bad that I forgot it even ended. <laughs> I mean, my you, God. You were never one to be a fan of it, no. <laughs> I mean, it just makes it more infuriating that none of those players are around. Mm. And uh, So one of my um, water cooler discussions was a way to bring it back. Right. I don't think I appreciated this motive, <laughs> but here we go. So, talking to a few people about the revelation at the end of the last episode that the army is already, the frozen White Walker army is already around. Yeah. Um, You're in a waiting. Yeah. And I heard a few theories and I combined them all into a super theory. So, mm. I'll throw this out now. Um, if you recall back in season two i want to say where um in which the, i do not <laughs> in hearth danny goes to the house of the something and sees a bunch of visions all the visions have come true except one mm. which had sort of an image of a shadow of a dragon flying over the iron throne mm-hmm. someone proposed to me what if the white walkers were to just skip winterfell mm. they want the iron throne they well, they don't want the Iron Throne. That doesn't kill everyone. But if they skipped Winterfell, head straight there, there's a ready supply of bodies. There's Blackwater. There's the bombing of the church. There's just corpses everywhere. That ocean must be more corpse than anything. Also, there's a bunch of armies sitting in boats. So Ice Dragon rocks up, kills them all. You're, you're loaded. True. And so he can just pop there by himself and rack up 10,000, you know, right away. BYO army. Right. Which also means zombie sand snakes. Sweet. So white walkers of the sand snakes tearing up Cersei limb from limb. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind seeing a, uh, a zombie Marjorie <laughs> come at Cersei. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. So that was one theory. Um, and... It brings the Dawn plotline back, so mm. I'm against it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the main one. So uh, apologies to Dawn. 
I hate you. <laughs> Bummer. Racist. Yeah. But moving on to this week, what? tell me your thoughts. What do you think this week overall before All we right. dive into the nuts and bolts? Overall vibe. This was a real love letter episode, wasn't it? It was very much here is everyone. We're all saying goodbye to each other. Lots of final moments felt between characters, um, both intrinsically and extrinsically. Um, so we see a lot of people tend to, you know, nod to each other or have, you know, one one last drink together. And it all felt very final, um, which, again, was a nice love letter to, to the series in a way. Um, but did bring about a big sense of, um, you know, lots of tense moments in um Every scene, every scene I'm sitting there going, okay, who's dying in this shot? Who's dying in this shot? Who's dying in this shot? Um, so at the end of this, I will um, will read out my bite it list, uh, who I think is going to go. I, so, I love that idea. I have a lot of <laughs> Well, we've got to have a lot of them for next week, right? Like we assume well, the Battle of Winterfell is going to be coming. So, um, you know, winter is here. So... So I don't think we're going to get away with people being unscathed here. Mm. So, yeah, the whole episode is set up the night before the White Walker army is expected to rock up. So while there's some preparation, there's a lot of time for the characters to marinate. Mm. Um, Everything's been moving so fast in Game of Thrones for what seems like a few years now. It is a few years that... It was really nice to sit and have the characters reflect on, whoa, how the fuck did I get here? Yeah. Like, all these people that were on op- opposite sides of armies historically, and they the characters literally have these conversations. Like, well, we, we were... Who'd have thought we'd all be here fighting for Winterfell? Like, mm. And it was great. I loved it. Um, on the other hand, it's a two-edged sword because there's been this sort of jaded attitude to Game of Thrones, like, just wrap it up. Then an episode like this comes like, oh, remember, you actually love half these characters. I'm like, oh, God, I love half these characters. (laughs) And next week is anticipated to be a bloodbath. It will be a severe roster change for sure. And there was so much foreshadowing and finality to a lot of it. Mm. And at first you're like, yeah, as per usual, not that Thrones telegraphs their deaths. No, but I think they've had to change their approach for this last season because it's half the length of any normal season that they've had. So they've had to make it in a bit of a different way. And early on, you didn't know which characters mattered. Mm. You know, like, we all got caught up in Ned, we all got caught up in Rob, we all got caught up in Catelyn, and, you know, they didn't make it. Um, So at this point, you think you know what's what, but then... Do you know what's what? Like, we're going to make a bunch of predictions at the end of this episode, and we'll see. But, um, yeah, everyone had some finality and foreshadowing. and Yeah. Didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like it. Like, some of these... Like, I liked it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Some of these, you're like, all right, they can go. Others like, oh, I wouldn't like it, but they could go. And others like, they can't go. And then you're like, oh, but they probably could. <laughs> like... The roster needs to trim a bit, you know, so who knows. Um, But I loved this episode just for this. It was a little bit funny, a little bit heartfelt, and put the characters front and centre, which has been really lacking in the last few years. Well, they've been trying to rush through a bunch of things, I think. Hmm. All right, so shall we dive in? Let's do it. Let's dive in. Let's start at the intro. So again, we've got some shifts happening in the intro. Thoughts? Um, I didn't pay as much attention to it last week, so this week I was looking and I, I thought, 
hunting right. for clues. We're following the White Walkers. That's nice. And like, oh, into the basement and stuff. I'm like, Do the, is there a tunnel between Winterfell and King's Landing? Probably not. But, <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> but maybe. So, yeah. I don't know. We're, we're down to two cities in theory. Like, it's... Pretty much, yeah. Well, there's no... I mean, there's like off-screen ones that aren't doing anything like except going, oh, yeah, we'll be here if it all works out. But that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Which is... um. Iron Isles. That's the one. Yeah, I'm like, where's the Yon's lot? Yeah, so they're all sitting tight over there. With three ships, apparently. Yeah, woo. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you for the naval support. Mm. I think they've got the cruisier job in this one. I don't think they're water-bound creatures. Oh, that is true. Yeah. I think they could just freeze it and walk over it. Yeah. Well, that, that theory was floating around for a while, wasn't it? That well, wasn't I think that, um... they did that. Maybe they did do it. Yeah, I can't remember. A few seasons ago, it was, I think it was Hard Home. Mm. where we first learnt about the resurrection thing and had that cool episode where he raises the dead. And that was because winter came and the water froze so they could yeah. get around the wall. They were just like, well, off we go. So maybe they'll go beat up Yara. <laughs> maybe. Um, so anything else that you picked up in the intro or just that little potential underground? No, I don't think it changed from last week, but yeah. maybe it did, I don't know. Yeah, that was, it was definitely different because okay. we were like, what's going on here? Okay. All right, so, um, so um, then it opens up into an awkward conversation mm. between uh, <laughs> Daenerys and uh, confronting Jamie about him killing her father and all that business. And um, yeah, there's a lot of loyalty issues going on because she obviously wants people to be loyal to her, but she's challenging, being like, well, you've always been loyal to your family, so other people tell me. Uh, but he throws out the winning line of, I te- intend to fight for the living, I intend to keep that promise. So and he did rock up without the Lannister army. Yeah, which no is Lannister confirmed. army. So he's just sort of walked in and it's like, Straight well. Straight up betraying Cersei, being like, I want to not die, so I would like to fight the undead, mm. which is a little ironic when you think about it. Um yeah, so, and then in that conversation, you know, it's all a bit touch and go. She almost agrees with Sansa. She's also like, fuck you, man. Um, and then Bran vouches for Jamie to Sansa, and Sansa is a big Bran fan, so she's like, well, well, all right, she says that he's fine, then. Yeah, it was nice that, because everyone's hung up on revenge and past deeds, and like, oh, I gotta kill him, because he killed him, because he mm. killed him. This was the first scene in history where people cashed in their chips of good deeds. Yeah. Which has never happened in the show before. <laughs> so Brienne's like, yeah, I owe Jamie one for whatever reason. Um, and Sansa's like, well, I owe Brienne one. Mm. So by the transitive property, we're good. <laughs> um, what do you think, John? Like, I'm a pragmatist. Get a body on that line. Like, oh, thanks, John. <laughs> Brienne also had the same logic, which he told to Jamie later. Um, Brienne, as the audience, is like, we don't, we need the plot to keep going. Let's not, let's not dwell on this. This didn't even happen in the show. This happened decade before the show kind of thing, mm, like true. killing Danny's father. So um, he's like, let's move on. Bran doing the audience a favor, but still throws a bit of shade. Mm, what was mm. his line? Oh, I can't remember that one. Things we do for love. Something like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what Jamie says when he pushes <laughs> him out the window. So we still got a bit of sass in there while Bran, our hero, moves the plot along. Mm. What is interesting, though, is that Bran, before he says that to Jamie, he says um, he says to him, how do you know there isn't afterwards? Which uh, which is interesting, like, is that telling? What is that? Um, but then I have a contradictory point to that later. Um, so this is the whole thing, is, is preparing for this fight futile, like are they all 
I'm just going to die anyway. Obviously not because there will at least be a person alive. Because I assume something happens afterwards. We have three more episodes coming. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was an interesting point though. Like, hmm. That is... might mean that one of them dies. Bran. Yeah, but he says he says it to Jamie. Yeah, so either he or Jamie aren't there after the battle in mm. theory. Mm. So, mm-hmm. and there's a case you can make for both of them biting it. Yeah, I don't think Bran's going to because he seems to have some like higher whatever, and that is yet to happen. So, but his only tether to the story is that he's connected to the Ice King, and if they take out the Ice King, they wouldn't be taking out the Ice King now. Mm. That won't happen to like the last. Ep- oh, maybe, well, maybe the second last episode, because then I assume there needs to still be the battle for the throne. Well, <laughs> which I've sort of forgotten about. So that's a a larger scale issue. Is this the battle with the White Walkers, and th- is this the end of the White Walkers? Because um, either the White Walkers wipe out Winterfell, unlikely. Mm. Winterfell wipes out the White Walkers, uh, more likely, and then we go back to. Cersei versus everyone Business else, as usual, and then we yeah. forget about the. Do you think I, they other... do three whole episodes on business as usual, though? Well, there's still going to potentially be a big another big battle there, so I guess mm. should the because they can't have the battle with White Walkers be the last last episode because they're still got to be people putting on crowns and being happily. Wrapping up the story. God, mm. there better be some wrapping up of the story. Like, So it's got to be the second last episode. So it's got to be episode five. Well, that's it's got to be thought. the big, and big And then battle. there would be an epilogue episode. And then six of the touch and go at the end. But mm. eh, who knows? Um, so yeah, Bran keeps the story to himself mm-hmm. to keep it all moving along. Um, Tyrion is rightfully being shredded for because as we established last episode Cersei is a dick um and Tyrion fell for it again but interestingly Jorah had his back and said um Mm, that was nice because I had this shooter rivalry to be Danny's like confidant and but he backed Tyrion up so that was nice yeah haven't really touched on that rivalry in a little while but (laughs) Mm. it was was good to sort of see him go nah he's good he's all right yeah he's good keep him around um now what happens after that so after the next big setup is all the gendry and aria scenes uh that is so further down on my list i've got so much more okay well the first scene would you want to do them in a cluster or do them as they come i'm doing them as they come or i will never find my notes (laughs) Uh, all right well firstly aria goes and she's gendry where she has to demonstrate her murdery skills to get her order pushed to the front yeah. of the production queue. And she does. And she does, um, because her having a custom kick-ass weapon will hopefully lead to some kick-ass murdery results down the road. Mm. Um, and she ends up with this double-ended spear thing, Darth mm. Maul style, and I'm hoping it's Darth as awesome Maul. as I think it's going to be. Yeah, I feel like she's just going to be, like, spearing people and spinning around and hitting other bodies with those bodies. It's going to be pretty pretty great. Um, now, we've got a lot to chat about with Arya and Gendry, but before we get to there, um, we also see Danny take a step forward to try to make amends with Sansa, which is nice. She's making a real effort here. She's made more effort than Sansa has. Yes. Yeah, Sansa's just sitting back being like, bitch, don't even. You're in my town now. Uh, but she, and it looks like they're about to make amends and it's so, so close, but Sansa still sticks to her guns and thinks strategy over heart and just goes, yes, but (laughs) 
all well and good. Love that you love my brother and so on. But what are your intentions with Winterfell once you have the throne? Because we ain't bending no knee. Right. So, and that's going to be the sticking point. Mm. They want to be, the North wants to be independent because yeah. they've been, and with very good reason. Yeah. So they, Fair call, they, to be honest. they played the game mm. and Ned played the game and went along with Robert and like, all right, bend the knee to Robert, play the mm. game. Ned goes down to King's Landing, gets beheaded. Yeah. Like. Didn't go well. Yeah. So fair enough from the Norse perspective. You mm. know, Danny's like, I want everyone to, I want to rule everyone. Well, and you could be like, Danny, last time your fa- your family was in charge, you boiled the head of House Stark alive and mm. his son. Ned was like the third kid or something. Like Lord. Ned became the boss after you melted everyone. Because your brother kidnapped Rob's wife. Or, I think that's the order it happened. Mm. Um, Obviously it wasn't kidnapping in the end, but there was some fear enough. And since then, where the Baratheon Lannisters were involved, that also went pretty poorly. So, we don't have to do it. You don't want to be in the north. It's cold. There's wildlings. It's... There's zombies. I mean, (laughs) leave us alone. (laughs) Why do you need us to bend the knee? However, you know it would be a pretty sweet deal. If they can somehow reclaim the ice dragon, maybe Daenerys can be like, how about I give you this one (laughs) ice dragon for your ice town and call it even? The Stark dragon. (laughs) I would take that deal, to be honest, because, like, Jon would be able to ride it, right? If he's not hanging out in in King's Landing. Well, he's not a northerner anymore. Well, I don't know. He's pretty northern. But, I mean, he's a Targaryen at this point. Well, yeah, but he might opt to not tell anybody about that. Hmm. I'm wondering what he's going to do with this information. I don't think we're going to find out for two more episodes because, as we'll get to soon, they didn't really get to um, get closure on that conversation. Hmm. Um, so, anyway, so Sansa sort of sticks to her guns and goes, yeah, cool, appreciate it, but fuck you. Um, the North is independent. And then and they um, point out that, Kit Harrington is following on from Jason Momoa and he's doing well to hang in there. So, yeah. good work, Kit. Even with a name like Kit, he had very low chances of making it. That is a fair point. Um, but at least his character name is also in three letters. Oh, is he John with a H or no? No, no. J-O-N. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, after that, we see, like, they get interrupted because Sansa has another guest. And this was really nice because this is when her, like, cold heart kind of melted a little bit. Because Theon's there and he's like, hey, I'm here to fight for Winterfell. And it was she got so teary and that made me really happy. Which was surprising because Sansa's been pretty chill with her own family. Yeah. Well, there, there must Theon, be some kind like, of... And Theon's actually done bad shit. Like, I don't know, mm. he's been trying to redeem himself for a long time. And he did actually save Sansa once or twice, I yeah. think. In the books he did. He must mm. have in the show too. Did Theon save Sansa? I can't remember. Because he helped her escape Ramsay during nonsense. And that was quite severe, so I think it's fair to uh, be very yeah. grateful for that. So, uh, so yeah, that was a nice kind of little heart melty moment there. Yeah, it's a different speed from the side eye she's been giving everyone else. Definitely. So it was nice to sort of see that um, different, different side of Sansa come back out. Um, then we go back to Bran, who's uh, bragging about his mark from the, um, what's Captain White Walker's name again? The 
Ice King. Ice King, yeah. Witch King. Yeah, that's the one. Witch <laughs> I'm always King. like, which one is this? The Adventure Time one? Or... That's the Warcraft one. Never mind. Nah. Anyway, so he's going. So we finally get a bit more information about that because he's like, here's the mark. This is how he can find me whenever he wants. It's like his little Harry Potter scar, um, but like a slap on the hand. <laughs> so, um, so that's interesting to think how that's going to play out. So that might show a bit more insight into their connection that they have. So he can obviously. Well, if he can look into Brand, does that mean that Brand can look into him? Well, he can walk into animals. Yeah, well, we know that. So, maybe? Hmm. Um, Which may be why Ghost is around, because we did see Ghost before, so maybe he'll walk into Ghost. I don't know. Um, so, this this was... Right, so this is the meeting after the, the band of Loose Plot Threads returns. Mm. Um, Beric, Tormund, and Ed come back with the bad news at the impending attack. Is yeah. happening. The umbers are the, no more. <laughs> yeah, no more umbers. And the um, brand's plan is to be bait in the god's wood. Yeah, which is surprisingly bold of Bran, who's just kind of chilling out the whole time, saying really weird mystical shit every now and then that makes no sense. Um, so that would be interesting. Uh, whether or not he gets, I don't think he's going to get taken. Like, I don't think they'll let him get taken because I feel like he still has something more to do plot-wise. Right. He hasn't done much. Yeah, that's he, what I mean. He like has if, the most potential. Yeah, there's potential there. But he hasn't done anything. Like, if <laughs> if the Ice King finds him and just goes, no, I'm, I'm going to be like, well, that was disappointing. Mm. <laughs> How underutilized. We had all this potential power. Three people died for this and mm. <laughs> and nothing. Um, so that was interesting to sort of show a bit more light into that connection there. Um, but yes, then Tormund rocks up and he's, he wants to know if the big woman's still here, which was very nice. And, uh, he makes the very sly comment of, we're all going to die, but at least we'll die together to Brienne. And she looks mortified. I feel like this isn't reciprocated. Yeah. Oh, she's a a lady of honor. She's got... Bigger fish to fry, so mm. to speak. Well, that so she does. She's, oh, she's mad loyal. True, true. Um, so let's jump back. We've skipped a quarter of the episode. We have? Yes. No. Oh, okay. Um, you wrote different notes to I did then. Continue. Well, I wrote them in order. I don't know what you wrote. Well, I did write them in order. <laughs> so the other reunion we've been hanging for is um, Tyrion and Jamie meeting up again. Mm. And obviously Tyr- uh, Jamie's brought the news that Cersei is crap and... Tyrion calls out Jamie for knowing that she was a dick all along and you were just into it. She's like, yeah. oh, yes, she tricked me too. And Tyrion's like, bullshit. <laughs> like, Stop thinking with your dick, brother. You knew he was terrible. Yeah. Oh, she was terrible. And meanwhile, Tyrion mentioned his dick several times in this episode. because Would it be a Game of Thrones episode if he didn't? <laughs> well, he mentioned his balls last episode. So we're slowly working up the... Like, he's like the measuring stick of the progress of the season as you work up the... You'll start up talking about his, like... Yeah. yeah radio. <laughs> um, in this scene, Jamie is also reunited with Brienne. And Pod is back. And that dude is capable now. He used to be a little podgy, but now he's, like, mad good looking. What? Um, Are you kidding me? He's still Pod, podgy. Well, he's less podgy. Well, he's got better hair. Uh, I would knows... argue he's more podgy, but can fight now. Sort yeah. Of. So he can fight now. We know he's well hung. And plus now he <laughs> sings. So Pod Dark candidate for the Iron Throne. <laughs> 
in my opinion, he's the only capable character left sure. and the only one that showed any arc. I did all. like that Brienne was looking at him like a proud mama while he was fighting and then he was like, look at me good, look, I'm, I'm good, mom, mom, look at me, yeah, mom, look yeah. at me. And she's like, yeah, you got a lot of work to do. And we see the first nice moment between Brienne and Jamie, where um, Jamie's given out the mad respect at this point and been like, all right, when the shit goes down, I'm obviously not in charge of anything. I want to be part of your unit. Yeah. I respect your leadership. And Brienne doesn't know how to do with that because she doesn't take compliments well. Yeah, <laughs> well, she's not used to people <laughs> respecting her. That's true. And that's um, and this sort of deepens as the episode rolls on. It's quite nice. Yeah. Another interesting scene is... Out on the out in the yard, onion nights cooking up food for everyone. Mm-hmm. Now this was nice because up until maybe for the last eight years, we've only seen um, war, uh, soldiers and aspiring political leaders. I guess <laughs> aspiring leaders. It's nice to see some non-soldiers around or non-involved yeah, well, people. What to does be everybody like, else do? <laughs> yeah, what does everyone else do? Are they just all dead? And they're like, what do I do? And like, ah, oh, got to grab a sword. <laughs> like. We'll teach you. And like, oh, yeah, cool. War starts tomorrow. Like, Jesus. all right. So it's conscription rules, mm. <laughs> if that matters. But I guess if you're all going to die, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, now that the the band of loose pot threads are back, we get our mini Night's Watch reunion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're all on the wall where Sam rattles off his impressive resume at this point. <laughs> like the dude's seen some shit. Especially when Ed's like, oh, you're going to go hide in the crypts? It's like, screw you, man. I killed one. Have you killed any? Actually, I think Ed has. But, um, well, he was the first person to kill a White yeah. Walker. Like, man, I've been there. I've been all these places. I stole a book from the library. <laughs> <laughs> what a badass. Yeah. Stealing books. Yeah. Stabbing White Walkers. So Love he's that. Yeah. So he's scared, but does it anyway. Yeah. Good guy, Sam. Yeah. You go, Sam. I hope he doesn't die. I'll be pretty bummed if he dies. Well, uh... He's served his purpose in yeah. that he's communicated the information. But he's the only one with, like, a a young family, which tra- in a traditional narrative makes you a All bit more... All the more reason that for him to die. But you, you die at the start of the movie for motivation. Yeah, but this is Thrones we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, i got to stop. This is for But we're off George R. R. Martin now. We're on real writers <laughs> who follow some of the writing tropes. So, I guess, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. The one um, thing that did happen um, after Jamie and Tyrion are having a chat, um, or before, I can't remember when, one of the times they have a chat, um, it's after one of the big meetings, and then and Bran's still there, and Tyrion's like, so, you've had an interesting journey. Yeah. <laughs> What's what, up with you? What you been up to? And um, and Bran's sort of, you know, playing a coy, like, a long story and you don't have time for it and he's like well good thing we are trapped in a castle in the middle of winter and nowhere to go um now they cut away after that and i am very interested to see like it, it could be nothing it could be nothing but i think brand's told him something because Tyrion's the only person who's really shown any interest and i think he's maybe been like ah, i'll tell you what happens um because later Tyrion makes a bit of a throwaway comment and says i think we'll live right Right, so you're talking about the all-star fireplace room. Um, when he makes that comment, yes. Um, so I think, because even as soon as um, as soon as he was like, yeah, I'll listen to your long story, Bran, because that'd be a weird-ass story to hear. And I, I think that Bran has told him some things about what's going to happen. So I think he's now feeling a little bit, not confident, but more at peace. 
and he's saying, I think that we're going to leave because I think Bran told him that they're going to leave. Mm. So that's that's my little sub-theory that's happening. So, yeah, so that scene is all... This was my favourite scene. So they're all chilling the night before, deciding, do you sleep or do you just stay up drinking? What do you do? So we have Mm. Jamie and Tyrion uh, talking about their dad. Uh, Pod and Brienne rock up. We have um, Tormund and Onion Knight, and they're all hanging out, trading stories. Some are weird. (laughs) And um, just reflecting on how many of the famous battles they were all part of. And I I wanted that conversation to keep going, because, like... That was nice. Tyrion, as the historian, just rattles off all the battles he knows everyone's in. And I'm like, oh, keep going. This is great, because, you know, we know Tyrion was in three or four of them. Um, Pod was in a bunch of them. Bran was... And well, they all were. Yeah, they that's all were. The, no, that's that was great. Point. And it's great. So we've got two Lannisters. We've got uh, Brienne was with the Tyrrells mm. once upon a time. We've got a wildling, uh, Onion Knight. So he was uh, Dragonstone and yeah. um, Stannis. God, remember Stannis the Menace? A waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Baratheons are a waste of time in hindsight. Yeah. Um, and I love this scene. It was good. It was- Tyrion was very charismatic this whole episode, as per usual. Mm. He's filling wine glasses higher than he should. He's listening to people's stories. He's being smooth. He's being funny. Uh, really just just being him. I love it. I could just watch a whole monologue of him just being him. It's pretty good. And, yeah, and it achieved what it wanted. I'm like, oh, I love so many of these characters. And I'm like, oh, so many, so much foreshadowing that it could be straight and all those foreshadowed characters are going to die. I was half waiting for a dragon to just fly over and just, like, <laughs> blow fire in that room, just wipe everyone out at once. I'd be like, well, just deep that blue was sea expected. It, like Samuel Jackson, <laughs> deep blue sea death. Was, uh, that's what I was half expecting. Uh, Tormund also told a great story in that scene uh, where he very dryly tells why he's called... Um, Tormund the Giant's Bane. Giant's Bane, yeah, because he killed a giant and then suckled at the wife's teat <laughs> for three months. And that's why he's big and strong. That's why he's big and strong. And he was drinking out of a horn. And I assume I it was like... made, but it looked a bit like milk. So maybe he just carries around oh. giant's milk. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> like, maybe he does. Anyway. He must be running on short supply since one one died. But... <laughs> Once more, Brienne looked mortified. She was just like, uh... Cool. But she had that trip up, which is like, yeah, I'm glad you're here. You know, for the fight. And like, mm. oh, maybe she's getting soft on him, but maybe. Oh, I would like to see them get together. It'd be a weird ass relationship, but God, that would make some strong ass babies. <laughs> be and great. The climax of these sets of scenes was Jamie going, you know what? You only need to be a knight to make another knight, and you want to be a knight? Let's make you a knight. That was beautiful. And does it with a little bit of ceremony, and everyone's happy, and Brienne's like, oh, sure, sure, because. She acts it really well because she's been picked on and never taken seriously. Mm. So she's always very cagey when people try to offer her something. Yeah. Like she yelled at Jamie earlier when Jamie was just talking strategy and being nice. And she's like, what are you doing? You're always picking on me. Like, mm. why are you being nice now? Even though she stopped him from being executed by Danny like half hour earlier. True. <laughs> sort of thing. So that, this was a beautiful scene. I quite liked that. She got all teary and then I got all teary and it was all very emotional. Yeah. Um, simultaneously, we have another mini reunion with, um, the Hound and Beric. Mm-hmm. They know each other because the Hound cut him in half once. Oh, uh, yeah. And he yeah. got better. <laughs> sure. Which is another stray plot line, like the God of Fire, Azor Ali, or whatever it is. You know, that alternative religion that the Red Woman was from. And like, yeah, that's all a big deal. Like, like it's not... It had a few threads and then it went and... 
I guess it's more just to show the diversity of, you know, religions come in, they come go. There's like fad cults and, and that's very typical for the time. And Hound had a good audience moment when Beric was like, oh, yes, well, Jesus, or whatever the equivalent was. And Hound's like, shut up, I'm going to throw you over the wall. <laughs> like, not now, which Now's is great. not the time. Um, and Arya rocks up too, and they're all reflecting on how they've changed a little bit. The well, Hound is fighting for other people now. He's like, you never used to fight for someone. He's like, fought for you. Like, mm. that was, that, I think it was nice. I don't know. It was. I, I think um, they're going to have like a weird standoffish friendship by the end of this, which is if they both survive. <laughs> well, well, I need the Clegane Bowl. I need the Hound to fight the mountain. I don't think it's going to happen, to be honest. No, Unless they do make it, it all down. It is so foreshadowed. It has to happen. All right. but I, I mean, just... he ran into him last season and was like, I'm coming for you or something. Mm. So even in the show, it's foreshadowed as okay. well as in the box. All right. Um. Right, so let's jump to the controversial scene. So, Arya, not a romantic. Bitch, I told you this was happening. Remember last week and I was like, that was flirting. You were like, nah, that's not flirting. I never said nah, I said maybe. Did you said, no, I don't think so. I think they were just being friendly and I'm like, nah, nah, they're going to do it. And they did it. Now, I googled what the rest of the world googled that day (laughs) and I put two letters into Google and it was the most Google thing of the day is how old is Aunt Maisie Williams? <laughs> old all, enough. It's all good. She's 22. I still felt uncomfortable watching this scene. So how old would the character be? She'd be 17 by now. Thereabouts. So it starts when she's like 11, 12. Um, I don't know. What's the passage of time? It's not I don't really know. Measured. If we go like one book a year. It'd be at least five. Oh, all right. So it's five, six years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's all good. Plus... And he was, because he was young too when she was young, so, like, older, but, so he's only, and he's like... Oh, yeah, it wasn't an age gap, I was, yeah. it was just Just like... because she looks young. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's not like she's 14. Yeah. Because remember, also, Danny's meant to be much younger than she was at the start, and mm. her first season romance plots were not nice. That is very true. Which is weird how everyone retroactively is all ships Cal Drogo and Danny, and I'm like... It's not cool. Like, that wasn't a cool relationship. It was ceremonious rape. Yeah, it was like arranged marriage and rape. And she just sort of, you know, won him, charmed him a bit. And like, oh, I ship it. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't know. Different time. She's like, oh, my son stars. I'm like, well, she she was 11. Like, Mm, so that always made me uncomfortable. But um, yeah, so Arya being as subtle as a sword through the back of the head <laughs> how many girls have you been with like uh, anyway you're experienced enough do me i don't want to die not knowing what this is like good for her like just taking what she wants she's like no no this is happening he was like ah okay and gander is in good shape so you know can't complain yeah it's all that just been rowing for six years <laughs> shoulders for yeah. days and when he wasn't <laughs> rowing he's a blacksmith with the new hardest substance of on the planet. So, so he knows how to hammer and how to nail. So <laughs> she made a good choice. It was yeah. a little oily. And... Gave her a good spear. And... <laughs> mm, it's good times. Double-ended. Wait, what? Um, Literally. <laughs> so the more important thing in that scene is the double-ended spear, which I think she's going to Darth Maul some zombies soon. Yeah, which will be great. So. Which is good. It was just so funny. She was so, like, aggressive and assertive. She's like, this is what I want. It was very just, let us fuck. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> 
it's pretty amazing. And what was good, like, you know, all the, the girls in these shows are, like, perfect bodies and stuff mm. like that. And she's just cut to shit. <laughs> she's yeah, an assassin. She's been tortured. She's been a prisoner. She's been a stowaway. She's and he, been a you could tell he was a girl. bit surprised by that, but she was just like, "This is my body, bitch." Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, great. Because Gendry doesn't know this stuff. He's probably starting to figure it out after mm. the proficiency with weapons. But yeah, she was like cut to bits. Because I don't even know where she got that. Probably from the Hound. That could be anywhere, to be honest. They stabbed a lot. Probably of in training. Oh, there was a nice reference because I've been waiting for it when um they run into Beric. And the hound's like, oh, was he on your list? And she's like, for a little bit. For a time. <laughs> Which is interesting that the list has become malleable because mm. she used to be pretty hardcore on it. But yeah. we needed that because I think Jamie's on the list. Jamie's on the list. The hound's on the list. Yeah, so that was that Pretty was sure Cersei's staying firm on that list. Well, I think Cersei's on everyone's list. She That's is not true. popular. Oh, it's going to be so... It's going to be weird when she... I hope she does get murdered by someone important. It's going to be so weird because it'll be exciting and I'll be happy, but I'll also be sad for all the people who didn't get to murder her. <laughs> yeah, and... Yeah. Maybe it'll be a everyone grab a limb situation. That would be pretty cool. But, I mean, it's never going to be satisfying, is it? Oh, it's just, there's just so much hate flying around for her, mm. so... Um, one more scene before the final few scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a mini Mormont reunion. Mm-hmm. It's a young lady Mormont, our seven-year-old leader yeah. of Mormont House. Now, if you're Such not a badass, by the way, She's, she is. She should be on the throne. And her cousin Jorah. Now, if you're not familiar, Jorah used to be the head of Mormont House before mm. he got exiled because he got a bit into slavery. Because mm. he was, it's a long, sad story, and he got exiled by the. Sarks. Well, tell the long, sad story. Well, the long, sad story. All right. So, Jorah was a famous in the in the warrior. I think it was in King's Landing or somewhere, and mm-hmm. he won a tourney, mm-hmm. and the, he dazzled a young lady, and mm-hmm. part of the prize was, you know, he was a suitable match for the young lady and marries a city girl. Sure. Then he takes her to the north. His new wife to the north and she was like used to parties and Mm. stuff and the north is a bit shitty (laughs) and cold and anyway so he sends the family broke keeping her entertained bringing her entertainers throwing lots of parties what a solid husband by the way yeah but then his lady happy it's nice when they ran out of money he had to get into less you know nice avenues he gets into slavery a Mm. bit to keep the money coming in wife leaves him anyway Starks find out, kick mm-hmm. him out, he gets mm-hmm. exiled, goes to the other continent, and I don't know what he does for a while, but eventually Varys tracks him down and goes, oh, the the secret Targaryen mm. is going to be around. Keep an eye on her and look after her for later reasons. And then he obviously falls in love and, you know, he's been following Danny around ever since. So it was funny back, I was like, hey, cousin, hey, and he's like, whoa, you're a little girl, you should like you know, stay in the crypts. And she's like, look at this armor. I'm going to kill some fools. <laughs> uh, um, and Samwell, Sam Tarly's in this scene too. And it, it's funny. So his father, I want to say, was um, the Night's Watch hmm. Grand Master. Jorah's father. Jorah's father. Yeah. Was um, the commander of the Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. The one, John's eventual job. And he had the cool bear sword. That's the bear is House Mormont. Mm-hmm. And he gave that sword to Jon Snow. So Jon mm-hmm. Snow is currently rolling with the Mormont house sword. Right. So this is funny that Sam has his super sword he nicked from House Tarly. Mm-hmm. 
And he gave it to Jorah because he's like, this thing's massive. I can't hold it. He's like, I can't pick this up. Yeah. So it's all very sword incestuous is the word I came mm. up with. Everyone's using each other's swords. Well, it's a very nice gesture, I think. Mm. So Jorah now has a Valyrian steel sword, which... Nice. Like, the only point of bringing this up now is that Jorah's going to, you know, murder something. Which means well, he's in yeah. the action and probably going to die. But we'll see. Um, then... We're in the crypts. John's ruminating in front of the statue of Lyanna. Mm. And, and Danny's like, who's that? That's mm. <laughs> like, it's my mama. And he's like, oh yeah, she's, you know, my brother raped her. <laughs> and John's like, well. Funny story. <laughs> um, You're sitting down. <laughs> yeah, drops drops the bomb. Mm -hmm. uh, my name is actually Aegon Targaryen. Danny's like, that makes, that makes you the heir to the throne. And I like how she wasn't even remotely bothered by the incest. She's just like, hold up. Yeah, you coming for my throne because yeah. <laughs> you're technically entitled and I'm not having it. I was half expecting her to just like pull out a knife and just stab, stab him right him. there to be like, no, fuck this. I've come too far to let some bastard take my spot. But right. I think he's going to give it up. I think he'll just go, no, it should be yours and just be like a first lady. <laughs> But first man. <laughs> I mean, the solution's so obvious. If they get married, that that's it. Well, yeah, I king mean, and queen, like true. it's done, and everyone's happy. He's also the slash warden of the north, and so everyone's like, all right. We'll bend the knee to John. That was the plan all along. True, yeah. King of the north, so it just fixes every single problem. Mm. Now the onus is on, and John's a pragmatist, so he'll see this. But it's now up to Danny to decide whether she's going to be a dick and doesn't want to share her throne, or cool mm. and see that this fixes everything. I'm assuming, I'm hoping this is something that she'll talk to Tyrion about and he'll be like, wait, this is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and she might listen, but it's hard given that she's just recently been like, no, he's done. I want to fire him. And she's well, always, she's got to calm that hot head down. She threw him a, a bone at the meeting when Tyrion's like, I must fight. And she's yeah. like, don't be stupid. You're too important. Mm, took Jorah's advice. Yeah. So yeah, it was sweet. I think this was just a one episode arc of being well, mad probably. at Tyrion. Um. So I couldn't read her at this point. She was just, like, shocked because it was a big news. Mm. And um, they're interrupted because the army's here. Yeah. And final shot, zooming out. Tyrion's looking over the, the parapets mm -hmm. and sees all on horseback, zombie army. Yeah. Roll credits. And I was a little frustrated. I thought it was happening this episode, the big battle. I didn't think... I never thought it was going to happen this episode. I thought it's episode three material, like, in the middle of this mini season that we're going to have this is all just the setup because when we're like maybe a quarter way through and they were talking so much like oh yeah they're going to be here tomorrow and i was like shit is this is this happening now <laughs> i'm not ready for this yet um so i'm glad it was all just just set up um for that hmm. um and that brings the end to this episode now for the future bite at list the the bucket the bite the Kick the bucket list. <laughs> the bite the bullet list. Now, everyone got foreshadowed death pretty hard. Mm. So let's trade off candidates. Who Name one of yours. I think Jamie's probably going to go. You think Jamie? I think he might. Although, if any of the people on my bite it list survive, it's going to probably be Jamie because I think there might need to be a final showdown between him and Cersei. Mm. But it's unclear because everyone has a final showdown with Cersei, so I don't know. 
So I don't think he bites it. I think he's going to ball out and do something slightly heroic to endear himself a little mm. with the locals. and Because otherwise he's just there and he's a dick. And if he dies, what was the point of all of that? Mm. And I don't think his arc is complete. Like yeah. He's, yeah, we've seen right. he has changed, but he hasn't enacted any actions yet. Mm. So I, I don't think Jamie. Okay, okay. Right, I got one for you, Theon. I think Theon bites it. Theon is also on my list. He's there to fight for Winterfell. Um, this is finally him stepping up. I think this is his moment. Um, and maybe in- he's going to be the one who saves Bran. I don't know. Right. Well, he offered him and the Iron Isles warriors to yeah. defend Bran and the Godswood. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, he's going to be the action. The action's going to go to Bran. Mm. And remember, this all started because he faked Bran's death. Yeah. And everyone thought he'd killed Bran and Rickon. Mm. Um, That's right. And this is where all the, his plotline started because he was having the conflict between the Starks, you know, his home mm. versus his ancestral home, the Iron Isles. Yeah. And he's an interesting character, Theon. He's had a lot of arcs. He's been like treading water a little bit, but I think him dying to save Bran is a big deal. And I think that's how he's going to bite it. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's what it's going to be. Unless he dies trying to save Sansa as well, which would also come full circle because she saved Theon. Mm. So that would be nice too. Uh, so um, I think Grey Worm's going to go. Yeah. I think we've not seen much from him and there was a lot of scene, well, not a lot, but over the last, particularly this episode, scenes between him and, um, I can't remember her name, but... Um, His girlfriend, the advisor. Yeah, Daenerys' PA. Who, we haven't seen her even near Daenerys much recently. Well, she's got a whole new advisory team, really, for this yeah. particular situation. So she has no point. Well, that's so she might die, too. But she's probably going to be down in the crypt, I assume. She's not a fighter. No. No, she even said she wasn't a fighter. So, um, so because there was so much talk of... Um, of Grey Worm saying, you know, after the war we can move to wherever you want and we'll have a lovely, happy life together. I'm like, oh, Grey Worm, you're not you're having dead. a happy life. <laughs> you're going to die. So I'm uh, pretty sure he's going to go in this particular battle. I see that too. Because mm. um, what was the nature of that conversation? Because they were saying in this episode, they're like afterwards, they're like, oh, after this we have no place kind of thing. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, so you just die? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Well, ideally move to the country, but yeah. death, sure. So, they can't have kids. Well, no. Well, not biological. Um, so, yeah, that's who I think is going to go. Who else is on your bite list? Um, who's left? I think we can afford a few strays to drop off. So I'm going to say Beric. He has no point. I agree, because I don't even know who that is. Flaming sword eye patch. Oh, right. Guy who got cut in half by the hound. Uh, But doesn't he just keep coming back to life anyway? No, 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 no. He had a priest who would resurrect him, Um, and the priest is gone. The priest died. So he's on his last life. So he's on his last life. Right, He's out of um, mushrooms or whatever. So (laughs) he's cooked. Um, And he has no point. He will light a sword on fire, do something heroic, bite it. Most likely. Um, who else you got? Um, I'm hoping it's not the case, but if I'm really widening my net here, I would say maybe even Brienne might die. She's mm, just been knighted. A, that's an interesting one. She's just, you know, she's finally been given the thing she's always wanted. She's wanted to be a knight, but she couldn't because of tradition or whatever. But Jamie went to hell with that. She's been knighted. She's technically served her purpose. She's protected Sansa this whole time. 
I love her to death and I'll be very upset if she dies, but I think it's possible. I think she might go. So why I think this might happen is because of Tormund. Now, Tormund is a wildling and his whole thing revolves around Winterfell. Mm. The Winterfell plotline ends this episode one way or another. Um, Do you think Tormund might go? I think Tormund and Brienne go together. Like oh. he's going to follow them and they're going to get in the thing and die together. In Because they're not going to have an actual romance because of who they are. Mm. And there's just no room for it in the story. So they're going to have some sort of violent romance where they are fighting together and die together in hugely dramatic circumstances. Give me goosebumps. Yeah. That's how I would write that. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. What what that means is, I don't know what happens to Pod. If he's with them because he's Brian second. So. Well, and, he, and... Does he become the next leader of... Uh... No, maybe. Well, also Jamie's following Brienne around, yeah. so and like Jamie's not the fighter anymore, but he's he was an excellent commander. Yeah, he's all strategy and stuff. Strategy so, runs in the family. Yeah, he he only lost one battle, and that was to Rob, who was apparently a better strategist. Yeah, but then Rob, <sighs> yeah, for respects. Um, so that's how I would see that going mm, down. Yeah, I I think Jamie's fine though mm. because a Bron plotline. Bronn's going to come up to assassinate them. Like, I forgot Bronn was on the yeah, way. <laughs> Bronn's on the way to assassinate them, but those three together I think would be awesome because yeah. he was their buddies independently and just have the three of them together. I don't know. I just think that would be great. That would be pretty good. Actually, yeah, we didn't see we didn't see any King's Landing. This was no, no King's Landing, today. no Bronn. They're just holding Pat yeah. for whatever the result in Winterfell. True. Um, Who else? Onion Knight served his purpose. I was just going to say the only other person on my list is possibly Davos because yeah, Davos, he's yeah. not really doing anything. Because, um, you know, the real man of the people and they he had his man of the people moment rallying the troops, mm. like the, the regulars. And he's, a, he's he's great. I love Davos. You know, yeah. he was just super loyal. And then Stan, Stannis went a bit crazy with the religion. Bit of a metaphor for life, really. <laughs> um, so I, I think... Because the consulting team's very big. Because you got Jorah, Tyrion, yeah. and Davos. So, oh, Davos has no real point. Is he even consulting? He's just kind of hanging around, isn't he? Yeah, he's but he's like else to do. He's, he was the hand of Stannis, so he's you know he's got the job experience. <laughs> so, and he's the the most knowledgeable of the people. That was his whole thing. Right, he, he knew what the farmers were thinking and shit. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I would argue that Jorah's kind of the voice of the people. Oh, but he was a named person as well he wasn't yeah okay yeah i guess, I guess. um jora that's an interesting one yes so jora jora's a number one on my list actually <laughs> um so i do i do think he's probably going to go because he's got no reason to be in king's landing besides hanging out with daenerys really um so i don't know he might die he's been given this this fancy sword which is a little bit of a um a token of like, here is this nice sword. You will die doing something great with this sword. Yeah, it's like because you think in his arc, and you're like, he's got not much arc left. And this episode, if anything, had him sort of signing off on his last well, that's arcs, it. like yeah. handing over animos- to Tyrion. Yeah, handing over to Tyrion his animosity with his old house, mm. and then he runs into Mini Mormont, who was like, "Good luck, cousin." Like, yeah. Um. Yeah. So I can see him dropping off. Um, I hope Minnie Tormund doesn't, because I like her, because she is balls. Minnie 
Mini I'm, Mormon. I'm Mini Mormon. I'm not yep. joined. Yeah, my bad. You know who I meant. Yep, yep. Um, Ed, Night's Watch has no point. Yeah, I guess. And we had that sign off of the Night's Watch. Mm. So obviously John's Last drinks, yeah. <laughs> John's fine. Sam. See, yes. Sam's technically served his purpose, but yeah, but he could then be. But he's got the young family. It's a... could he be like I don't quite know how the job roles work, but could he either work in the library or could he be like a young meister? Meister, meister? yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So he's probably going to be the senior meister because. Um, they gave Every other maester I've seen has been really old, so I wasn't sure if maybe it was just a really secure position. And they did, <laughs> they foreshadowed that a bit last mm. episode when Danny met him and thanked him for saving Jorah because he was yeah. like, he was the only one who did the research mm. and was able to save Jorah. Plus, he found out the parentage thing, which yeah. I assume once the shock's over will be, you know, good detective work. Mm. So, Danny's going to make him senior maester, and I don't think he's going to be at any risk during the Battle of Winterfell. He gave away his sword, he's probably going to be hanging out in the crypts or. Not in it. Yeah, I think Sam lives to the end. Yeah, well, yeah, I think he, I think he will end up taking that job, which would be nice. Yeah, that's that's a good arc for him mm. that he finally gets to be like, I'm the smart guy. Let me be the smart guy. Yeah. But I've also seen some shit, so don't mess with me. <laughs> like, mm. I stabbed a White Walker, eat a dick. <laughs> like, yeah, I like that for him. Mm. All right, I think the Starks are fine. I don't think you can. I, I don't see no reason for Arya or Sansa to bite it. Arya's going to be amongst it, so she's at risk, but I mm. assume she's going to be close to the Hound, and I think the Hound isn't done yet. So I think they're yeah. fine. Hound and Arya, safe. Well, because she still has to do something with her faces, right? So surely she's got to do something with that. Yeah. Otherwise, what was the point? Besides, oh, I guess she's still she got revenge. She killed all the phrase, yeah. yeah, and was a capable. Where she, on the other hand, she doesn't have a certain role once peace comes to the land at the end so you don't think she would be like um um oh, what's the what's the boss knight called but she's not military no, she's I an assassin not. well maybe she could be secret service i don't know <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, well it depends which universe you work in hmm. like the new uh, all right so varus trains her to be the new spy master of mm. the north that would be interesting. Other option. Mm-hmm. Gendry resurrects House Baratheon, and then we have a Stark Baratheon wedding. Oh, that would be and nice. And that wedding finally happens. The wedding <laughs> that never happened. Ha! That started Closure. the whole thing with Lyanna and Rob never getting married. Uh, yeah, Robert. Mm. Never getting married. That started this whole mess. Yeah. Well, that would be nice. But well, I, I, I would like to yeah. think she would do more than just be a wife. Yeah, true. Um, Why not both? Hmm, who else is left? I think Danny's fine for the moment. Mm. No, that's it. That's all I can think of. That's my predictions. Yeah. And we'll get we've got a whiteboard, we'll make a scorecard for <laughs> spoiler cast episode three. Mm-hmm. And we'll see where we were right and where we were wrong. Yeah. Any other theories? Um for upcoming episode not just deaths. no just just deaths i think because uh we're, we're about to head into a very large battle uh theoretically unless they do just trundle on down the king's, landing, the king's landing resurrect the blackwater corpses would be fascinating zombie sand snakes tear up because then they all have Cersei. to go fuck wait for us <laughs> <And then laughs> everyone in winterfell has got to quickly run down the king's landing well that, and that's how that would work so the army rocks up cause a mm. ruckus the Night King doesn't go for Bran, gets on his ice dragon and mm. tears off south, 
which apparently is instant what we learned last season that is true that dragons can cover cover that much ground um so yeah I guess we'll see. So yeah, I think my my only predictions is just deaths, given where we're heading into battle. Um, beyond that, awesome. I don't know. I'm sure it will be awesome. Um, I'm more looking forward to this battle than the big battle because the big battle is going to be, quite frankly, too long. From what I have heard, like I love a good long battle, but do you know that that's this one and not the Winterfell one? Like... I don't know for sure, but I assume that the big battle would be the longest one. So You don't think so? So they're you doing six episodes. We've gone through two. So yeah. I, I reckon there'll be big battles in three and five. Yeah. So three's the next one. That'll be the Battle of Winterfell. I feel this is the taster battle. Like, it's still going to be mostly battle, but then we've got to set up for whatever yeah. for the next episode. And episode four, mm. the fallout, whether there's people tearing down a King's Landing or King's Landing tearing north. Mm. Then there's the political big battle. Mm-hmm. That happens in episode five. Mm-hmm. You know what? This information probably exists. There's probably names for the wiki episodes that were on Wikipedia for the episodes that we give this up. probably, but still. And then six, the fallout of that and people becoming kings and epilogues and some fucking closure. (laughs) (laughs) And then everything gets blown up. Who knows? And then I watch The Witcher on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll see. That's that's good. That's Yeah. That's our predictions. Tell us who's on your bucket list. In, yep. Who's going to die in, in the Battle of Winterfell? Um, send us a, a DM to not spoil this for everyone else on Twitter at goodpop underscore badpop or drop us a message on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash goodpopbadpoppodcast or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram at goodpopbadpoppodcast. Tell us who's on your bucket list. What are your expectations for the Battle of Winterfell? Do you think something else is going to happen? Let us know. And until then, we will see you next week. Thank you. Who is here?